Wishing you had a green thumb or want to learn more about sustainable gardening outdoors and in? Expert green divas and dude gardeners share tips for everything from composting to growing herbs in your kitchen. Listen to the Green Divas Green Thumb for low-stress gardening tips. Back again with our amazing green diva, Allie Hoffman, who, are you a master gardener? Well, yeah, but don't call me that. <laughs> but, but, but I think of it as like, wow, she's just an amazing gardener. And I've, I'm just a gardener and I, I take a lot of classes at the botanic garden, but yeah, I don't, I don't really like that master gardener title thing. It okay. implies it implies things that I don't think are, that just means you take classes, but there are a lot of other things. If you have a horticulture degree, you know way more than I do. So. All right. Well, she's a, she's a green diva, green thumb gardener. That's all I know. She has an amazing, beautiful yard and garden. So <sighs> let's, let's talk soil prep because we're closing in on fall here. And uh, what, what can we be doing to get our soil ready for spring 16? You know, it was, it's really amazing the things you can do in the fall that you don't think of. But one of them, I do a lot of vegetable gardening, and I have clients that have vegetable gardens, organic vegetable gardens. And that's mainly what I'm talking about today. Is, uh, this is for vegetable gardens. Okay. Um, uh, that fall is a good time to do soil testing. Ah. One of the reasons is that the soil test labs are not very busy in the fall, so they can turn get get things turned around for you. Right. And second, you know what? Now the the crops have been taken out of the soil that you've been using, and you know what they're depleted of. Right. So. So and you know what you've been growing. So you're not going to grow tomatoes in the same space that you grew them in this year you're going to rotate. So you have a sense of, I know I'm going to plant different things in these different beds, but I'd like to know what's in these beds right now. So you can take a soil sample and uh, send it off to your uh, local soil test lab, and I'll give a link in my uh, blog post to some of the soil test labs. It's really easy to do, and it's very inexpensive. And you tell them, I want to plant this in this area. So if you have an area in your garden that you want to plant a new perennial bed, you can take a soil test of the area, and you tell them that you want to plant a perennial bed, and and you send the soil, and they'll send it back to you and say, if you want to do that, here's what we recommend you do. So they recommend the amendments, and some of them would be stuff that you could do in the fall for the spring. Right. Uh-huh. Or they might tell you to add nitrogen, and you wouldn't want to do that until the spring right. because the nitrogen will leach away. Got it. But it's interesting because they will tell you what is the proper thing to do. So that way you're not adding a bunch of junk you don't need. And if you're going to do a rock garden, say, and mm-hmm. you live in Arizona, they're not going to tell you to put a bunch of juiciness into your soil right? because you're going to be putting rock garden plants in. They're right. going to say, oh, you want to have this arid type of soil. Right. And so it's really interesting because you're going to get a prescription for what you need, which is the whole point of best practices in gardening is you want only to do what you need to do. You don't want to be throwing a bunch of 
fertilizer that's not needed or pesticides that aren't needed right. into your soil. So take a soil sample, tell the, the lab what you want to do in that area, and then you'll know what you can amend the soil with. Some things you want to do this time of year, some later. And the other thing you can do right now is put a cover crop on the soil that's bare. Okay. So some of those would be cover crops that would just hold the soil in place, keep weeds from blowing in, um, just fill in the fill in the space, and they might even look nice. Some of them are things that can be green manure. So in March, you can turn them under, and they will create organic matter in the soil, and in some cases, even fix the nitrogen for you, for example. So what plants would be good cover crops? Well, I am putting annual rye on some of my uh, spaces. There's some clovers that you can put. There's a whole uh, selection of them. Uh, if you Google uh, fall cover crops, okay, and there's um, several different seed sources, and I can give you a link to those, too, in my blog post of places that you can contact. And you can actually ask them, I'm in this part of the country, and I want right. to use it for this type of a reason, and they'll give you a prescription for what you might want to consider for a cover crop. Wow. Now, back Isn't to, that interesting? You know, I'm, I'm fascinated with the soil sample labs. How much does it cost to send a soil sample in and get a prescription? The one that I use, and I'm not doing... I'm not doing one a test. There's certain people that are so sophisticated that they do tests for all kinds of minerals in the soil. Yeah. The whole soil, this, this, there's a whole level of soil uh, sophistication that I'm not at that level yet. Right. But the ones that I do, which is better than nothing, mm-hmm. uh, are $20 a piece. It's not too bad. So if you have, you know... Couple of so beds. get your bucket out, especially if you're going to go and spend a hundred dollars on yeah. some kind of a, a bag of fertilizer that you don't need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's terrible. And if you don't have good soil, you're, you why are you putting plants there? Yeah, you know? I have a feeling I screwed myself with the tomatoes for this because I wonder why my, my tomatoes were like just so lame this year. And I, you know, I probably the third year in a row I put tomatoes, and I heard you say you may not want. Oh, you don't. Yeah, you don't. Really, you don't want to put. Tomatoes, peppers, um, and eggplants, I, everything in the same family, you don't want to put it in the same bed. And guess what? Twice. Exactly the same plants for three years in those pots, and they all were very lame this year. Well, they're they're starving to death. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I did add some fertilizer, but again, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing, so apparently I need to, you know, but all right. I digress. So... I'm sure you'll do a post for us with more detail on this and maybe a link to the lab that you use. I will. I'll give you several lab choices because there's, yeah. there's some really good ones and there's um, there uh, some really good cover crops, uh, seed sources too that will give you a table of options that you could choose. Great. And it's not too late to order some seeds and... and uh, oh. It's a wonderful thing because then you don't have to drag bags of uh, of compost into your garden. You can yeah. Till it under. I like it. Oh, mm-hmm. as always, great uh, segment. Thank you, Green Diva Thanks, Allie. Mike. Inspired to grow more organic stuff. 
We are. To learn more about this Green Diva's Green Thumb episode and all kinds of other great green information, visit thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com. 